I'm glad you've joined me for this week's discussion with my sister friends. It has been said that eating meals together as a family has many benefits and the potential to strengthen family bonds as we engage each other around the dinner table. For many, gathering together at the dinner table is a long-standing tradition that has been passed down through generations. As we know, times and traditions are ever-changing and everyone's experience is definitely not the same. Today, we'll ask the question, is the dinner table necessary? As we gain different perspectives from our sister friends, let's have a conversation. I'm Teresa Cooper. I'm your host today. I'm glad that you've taken the time to join us for Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. Today I have around the table with me, uh, obviously if you've been watching for the last few episodes, you know my sidekick, Katherine Young. She's Hi. here today. I'm so glad to be here. All the way from Bossier City. Bossier City. And <laughs> she's a director at uh, CARE Parenting Center, mm -hmm. and I, I'm just so glad that she's here with us today. Mm -hmm. And then we have Miss Karina Burks. Hi, <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for being here. She's all the way from Colorado. She moved to Shreveport, the dirty south, uh, to be a youth pastor at Gateway Church, and I'm so glad that you're around the table with me today. Thank you, happy to be here. Yes, and then we have Miss Talisha Wilcox, yeah. all the way from Mansfield. Hey. <laughs> Mansfield, Louisiana. She's a college student, a millennial. She's a songbird. She can sing like nobody's business. And so if you ever need someone to sing for a wedding, a birthday, church, uh, she's the girl. Uh, Talisha Tay-Tay, as we call her, Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Uh, yes, Wilcox. And so this is my table today. We're glad that you have tuned in to join us in our conversation. Now you see our cups uh, today. We're going to be talking about is the dinner table necessary? And so with that topic, I have this cup, ladies, and I picked this cup because it reminds me of Thanksgiving and the and just the design on this cup and the beautiful uh, design at the top and all of that just puts me in a mind of uh, ceramics and my grandma and just you know good apple pie and sweet potato pie and and uh, and so I thought well this is a great cup for is the dinner table necessary and I thought about you know putting down my fall uh, napkins and place settings and isn't it cute, it's very cute. yes <laughs> and so this is what we're going to be talking about today is the dinner table necessary you know a, a recent survey ladies by um, Conagra Foods found that 40% of American families eat dinner together only three or fewer times a week okay and 10% of families don't even eat together at all and so I would say that's a pretty you know tight and tough place to be um, in a family 
if you have a husband and if you have kids um, to not sit down and eat together. And so we're going to talk about that. You know, like, is it important? Uh, what are the takeaways? Uh, what are the strengths of sitting around a dinner table? Is it really necessary? And can our lives still be full and, and vibrant, even though we don't sit around a dinner table? Now, let me ask each of you. Well, Tay-Tay, are you married? I am not married. I'm single. I'm 22 years old. Okay. Are you looking? I am not looking. Oh, well, she's not looking, but if you're looking, isn't she beautiful? Okay. Okay. Um, but you are, you do work. Uh, in, are you in between jobs or are you currently working? I'm currently waiting to start a new job. Okay. As a uh, part of the event staff at the CenturyLink Center. All right. Okay. Well, we have like big events and everything like that. So I'll be helping like assist with taking tickets, showing people if they're needing, wherever they're needing assistance in the building, I'm available. I'll be okay. And the, so some of you might be asking, well, then, you know, why is she around this table? <laughs> um, the reason why Tay-Tay Talisha is around this table is she comes from a very big family. I think, well, how many is it? Like It's five total. It's five, five total. And so, which five is a lot of kids. I only had two. <laughs> so five is a lot. And I could have only had one. Okay. <laughs> so, but she comes from a, from a, a large family. And so she's going to uh, come from the perspective of, uh, a large family, you know, seven people. And she's also going to speak from the perspective of being a millennial. Because, you know, at, at a certain age, we might know why the dinner table might be important or necessary. But then the younger generation may have a different opinion. So I definitely wanted her at the table to kind of uh, fill us in and clue us <laughs> up to date on what, you know, the reasons why not or the reasons for. Um, actually sitting around the dinner table. But I want to ask uh, Kathy and Karina, uh, are you all, you all are definitely, well, you're working women. Yes. Okay. And Karina, you have children? I do. I have four boys. Oh. <laughs> and they're all in school age? Uh, yes. Kindergarten through ninth grade. Wow. That's a, yeah, you got it all. Yes. Okay. Thanks, ma'am. Wow. Okay. And Catherine, uh, you have how many children? Three and they're all grown. The, okay, Hallelujah. let me give you a fist bump for that. <laughs> Boom. Yes, I have two. They're all grown. So I have officially entered into the grandma world. Me too. Grandma world is like the best place yes. on the planet. And when uh, this is just a side note, uh, when all the grandmas and grandpas used to get out their their um, billfolds and, you know, all the pictures of the grandkids mm -hmm. would fall out mm -hmm. or they would, you know, take out their iPhones and they'd just go on and on and on and on about their grandkids. And I would be like, OK, already. Like, I'm like, I'm like totally over it by now, you know, but they would just keep going on and on and on. Well, now I'm one of those grandmas. <laughs> and I could talk about my grandbabies all day. It's the best thing God ever invented. That's I mean, all reward for having them children. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, grandparenting is great. And so, but let's let's get to the topic. Uh, I let me just speak for myself. When we were raising our kids, uh, it was very important. Uh, we made dinner the dinner table a priority. And I don't I don't want to say we were like the Brady Bunch or anything like that or the beavers cleaver leave it to beaver mm -hmm. but we did make having dinner at a certain time um i don't know if it was for the family as much as it was for our, my husband mm -hmm. because he was a preacher mm -hmm. and so it was like to get him home 
<laughs> at five o'clock or six o'clock. Dinner was always ready at that hour. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he came. We knew this is what we we're going to eat. We knew we were going to sit around the table and we took advantage of the dinner table being a time for us to bond as a family. Okay. The deal was though, are y'all ready? The deal was after I helped raise those children, <laughs> once they were grown up, there was not going to be any more cooking. That's right. And I was like, you're going to take me out to eat every <laughs> night <laughs> and we're going to like order for two. But then the grandkids came. Yeah. You know this. Yes, I and so I, I had to start. I'm like, now they're pressuring me <laughs> to dust off my cooking skills because I s basically stopped cooking because the kids were grown, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I start thinking about my grandma and how much, you know, y'all, th when you think about your grandma, you usually, you tend to think about food, mm -hmm. pies, yes. the great things that grandma did at grandma's yes. house, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I started feeling bad. Like, I want my grandkids to know you know, Grammy can make something. I don't feel yeah. bad at all. You don't feel bad? <laughs> I don't feel bad at all. So, well, I've been dusting off my, um, you know, off my, my cooking skills and stuff. But that's what we did as a family. Mm -hmm. Karina, what, you know, for you, raising four boys, boys drink a lot of milk. <laughs> they just eat a lot and of food. And they eat a lot of food, yes. yes. So how, you know, how does that look for your family? Well, for our family, um, Regular dinners at the table does not really happen. Um, before we moved out here, my boys were all involved in football. Mm -hmm. So if we weren't at church, we were at football practice and we didn't get home till evening. So it was really, um, it was a challenge to get our dinners together and everybody, you know, at the table. We do have times at the di um, dinner table and as you're talking about grandma well mm -hmm. when my mom comes mom cooks all the time it's like I always get to choose what I want my mother to cook and those are the times where we will have mm -hmm. you know we definitely have um, dinner together at the table for holidays um, and occasionally you know especially if we go out that those are our times where um, we we have at the table. I think because my kids are all in different stages, mm -hmm. um, you know, for us, it's very, very important for us to have that time to talk to them, but yes. they want it one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. So the dinner table may not necessarily always be the time where everybody wants to talk about their things. Right. Um, you know, so we're we're very intentional on our time with them outside of that. Yes. So, um, because we've just had to make do with uh, not having the dinner table. And then, like, with him always at the church or I'm at church or whatever we're doing. Your schedules are busy. Um, yes, they are. It seems like at dinner time, that's usually, and maybe that's selfish <laughs> on our part, but that's when we talk. <laughs> you okay. know, as soon as we try to get together... That's when we'll try to talk most of the time. Okay. So yeah, mm -hmm. I can I can see that when you mentioned about your grandma or your mom, your mm -hmm. mom coming over, um, is that something instinctively? Like when your mom's there, then you 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 actually like you feel more. I want to say pressure, but it's just like mom's coming. We're gonna all sit at the table. Mm -hmm. Is do you think that's you know inherently because it's your mom and you know she's gonna be there and that's maybe something that she's gonna be expecting is for all of us to sit together and just enjoy each other's company around the table? I think it's partly that, or even when we have like guests come over, mm -hmm. we always have it at mm -hmm. the table. Um, but growing up, I guess, or I don't know, just I've 
always been, um, I'm always serving my husband and serving my kids yes. every meal. So by the time it comes around to me sitting down to right. eat, everybody's already wanting seconds right. or they're done. So, um, you know, and I have to be really intentional if we're all going to be at the table and just right. make sure everyone has their meals, um, their meal prepared or before I can sit and, down. And that it's word just, intentional is very important. Yes. Um, I think in, in this, it's the new normal, if you would say, yeah. that we all live in in the world where moms and dad both are in the workforce. Mm -hmm. um, it makes it co it's a, a lot complicated. It's more complicated, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, um, to get it done and to be intentional um, is something that you actually have to do. Whether it's intentional on Saturdays, and some of my my best memories were on Saturdays, like with growing up, my mom would always if. I don't really remember really eating at the dinner table like in a memory with my my mom and dad. I remember holidays yes. for sure Absolutely. that we definitely the holidays and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I do remember Saturdays. It was something about Saturdays. She would just we would wake up to the smell of the of the <laughs> potatoes and the onions and the biscuits and it was yeah. so she did the Saturday. She did the Sunday. I don't know what we did Monday through Friday, <laughs> I, but you know what I'm saying. We yeah. she might have just ran us through. I don't. Yeah. Rem, I just don't really remember. Um, I think for us, one of the things that it, why it made it more important when we had our family was um, we came from a, a, the perspective of um, in ministry. Ministry families tend to uh, uh, break up, mm -hmm. or they're more they're, they they have a lot of more trauma. Um, in them because if the father's gone a lot, the, the, the preacher, yeah. um, the kids are left being raised by the mom. Yes. Um, and so we were more intentional in the sense that, you know, we're going to stay together. Yes. We're going to travel. We're going to travel together. Yes. If, you know, and so uh, the dinner table was, was a part of us joining together, but it was also a way to get the dad home. You know what I mean? On time, you know, now after dinner, after sitting around, if someone calls, this is our time. So that was more of our, a lot of our motivation. You know, how about you, Kathy? Well, growing up, it was mostly the holidays. Again, my mom was a single mom, a single parent rather, and we didn't have a lot of sitting around, but on Thanksgiving, Christmas, and that's with everybody. But uh, when my kids were growing up, my husband was Air Force. Uh -huh. So um, when he was home, we would occasionally sit down together and have dinner. Or uh, like you, one of them was running, doing sports, or one of them was doing another thing. So we really didn't get a whole lot of time to sit to the table and really just talk and laugh. But um, being from the South, that's our culture really, right. is to get around the table, to cook a lot, to eat, and just really have a good time. But growing up, I say we, we missed a good portion of sitting at the table, especially with our kids being athletes and just right. in all different type things. And Talisha, I mean, what are your thoughts about this? I mean, you're now you're 22, so you're an adult. You haven't created your family quite yet. But what is what is your experience as a child? Because, you know, I've often said, you know, your parents have their view of the story mm -hmm. of how living yeah. in their house went. And then there's the, the kids story. What what was the experience for the kids? And so coming from a big family and now that you're an adult, an official adult, what are your thoughts about dinner time, sitting at the table? What was the value or do, do you even feel like it's, you know, something that you will continue when you create a family? So um, we did sit at the dinner table. Like I don't agree with y'all when it comes to 
the holidays uh -huh. because I do have an older sister and she does not live with us in the household. So it's like four of us total kids that stays in the household. And my older sister, she is in her own home, doing uh -huh. her own thing, and she has her own daughter. So we have to like kind of get everyone together. Yeah. So when we would get together, it would be the holidays. And we would sit at the dinner table and eat together. But like, uh, like when they say like some Sundays, we get together as well, but like on a weekly, mm -hmm. We, everyone is like doing their own thing because it's like so many of us and everybody's busy. Everybody's busy. You got, yeah. you got the brothers, they want to watch football game, eat their, you know, watch football game, eat their food together. You got the sisters, you know, one, she might want to, you know, do their eyelashes, do, do my a mascara <laughs> or she, you know, on her phone, texting her, I'm on my phone, texting. Everyone's, you know, every, everybody's living, thing. everyone's doing, doing them, living their, living their life, um, making it happen. Yeah, I get that. You know, I, but I, you know, life is full. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Life is full. I guess, but what, is, what would be the takeaway? Because let me just give you a, a, um, just a couple statistics. Just to give you guys something to think about, if, if nothing else, okay? Mm -hmm. The recent studies link regular family dinners with many, behavioral, with, with many behaviors that parents pray to lower. So basically they're saying parents are praying to change these behaviors in their kids. Mm -hmm. And they linked that dinner, sitting down to dinner with their kids helps lower the, the rates of substance abuse, teen pregnancy, depression, as well as higher grade point averages and self-esteem. Studies also indicate that dinner conversations are more p potent vocabulary boosters. That's these right. things that we don't really think about, we just mm -hmm. took it for granted that our families were, our grandparents and our moms and our dads we're sitting, sitting around the table, eating and talking and saying, you know, what, how was your day? <laughs> you know, but we, we learned how to be. We learned how to talk. We learned how to interact, you know, um, at the dinner table in most cases. Um, some of us got in trouble. <laughs> you know, my, my husband, when he tells his stories uh, about his childhood and dinner table, it's always some drama, something he was doing at the dinner table, you know. So, and, and he, do you got that with the boys? Uh, well, I have one that tends to spill a lot. So it's like they call him Sir Spill a lot, you know. I mean, so they, but they're busy. But no, I think. They're pretty good at um, at the dinner table for the most part. Um, they, you know, we conversate and, you know, and listening and I'm thinking, we do eat a lot together. It's just not at the table. It's yeah. like yeah. in our living room. Yeah. So I guess that's our table, you mm -hmm. know, a lot mm -hmm. of times. But my five-year-old, um, as we're trying to limit how much he spills and stuff and trying to keep him in the kitchen, I'm finding myself more and more just sitting with him, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, in the kitchen while the, everyone else is having their dinner um, in the living room and I'll sit with him at the table because, you know, that means a lot to him and he wants to talk to me right. and share his day. So, I mean, we have those moments um, throughout the week, but my kids are pretty well behaved at the table. It's usually if we go out <laughs> right. that yeah. they may like just like recently we were at a Mexican food restaurant and my five-year-old had to get up and go to the bathroom like five million times so and he just would not sit still but I mean I think being at the table is huge for getting them to sit right. still. I think in the south where we are you know we honor and love social gatherings yes, yes. and so 
you know, now is getting into crawfish season. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what that is, that's those nice little red, they call them mud bugs, but they are delicious. But what we do in the South is people always say, you know what, that's too much work for that little bit of food. I say crawfish eating is a social food. Right. You're not just sitting there to get full, you sit in there to talk, to eat, right. to enjoy and laugh. And I think that's the point of really the message I want to get across today. Yes. Um, and, and in your case, you're saying you guys do eat together. You may not be eating at the table, yeah, right. but then, you know, um, not minimizing the table. That's right. You know what I mean? And, and, and realizing, I think we're all busy, uh, granted. Um, but like the study said, they, they've shown the benefits of when we gather together and we're in one location, um, preferably at the table, because usually if we're not at the table, then we're easily distracted. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And then um, at the table, and in, in today's society, it's like at the table, no cell phones. Yes. Because you could be at the table and everyone's on their cell phones. So, mm -hmm. so um, the benefit is in uh, being intentional. We, it's seven days out of the week. We may not can do all seven. Mm -hmm. But if maybe one day or if we say this, you know, Friday is our family day, we know that we're going to sit at the table. I think the reason why we remember most of us, we can remember holidays mm -hmm. is because the family made it, in, it intentional to all gather yeah. at the holiday. Um, and, and so that's important. And that we don't just that we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and that's important. So um, there's a scripture in Jeremiah 6 and 16 that says, ask for the old paths. <laughs> Where is the good way? Mm -hmm. We're looking for answers. We're looking, you know, for ways to help um, our society to become better. Yes. And it starts with our children. Right. And, and so some of the things, it's not that we don't know what's healthy or what's right to do. It's that we've stopped doing That's the healthy right. things or That's we've right. stopped doing the things that are um, right. And then someone might say, well, is that, is, who says eating at the table is in the Bible? You know, I mean, <laughs> well, and people, will, they will say, they will say that. And, you know, my, my answer to that is, if you're asking, is it in the Bible, is, is that, most of the, the notable miracles and the most of the notable stories that we share in the Bible all happened around Konania, right, fellowship yeah. dinner, yeah. Uh, fellowship dinner, eating around a table. Mm -hmm. um, it is, it's ingrained in most cultures. That's I don't care right. what culture you come from, Italian, yeah. cat, you know, uh, Jewish. Um, it, does, it just doesn't matter. Uh, gathering and, and sitting around the table or sitting on the floor around a table mm -hmm. with food is ingrained in every culture, Indian culture. I mean, you, you, we can go on and on. Yeah. Correct, ladies? Absolutely. So you, you're there, how do, can we help our kids? Something as simple as gathering them together mm -hmm. or how can we help ourselves as singles? Sometimes we got to know that it's okay to, to sit alone. Mm -hmm. Dinner for one, learning how to enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, not feeling like you need somebody to sit down and actually, you know, have dinner that you could actually eat alone and enjoy yourself, Do, don't you think?
Yeah, I, I most honestly <laughs> sitting by myself eating. Uh, like I want to say, like I always think about you know taking myself out. I've even yeah. been told like because you know we, at the church, uh, New Creation Family Church, we do have the group, you know, the singles okay, where yeah. we gather and we talk. And so one of the things that was said to me as a single was, you should go out and treat yourself. Yes, yes. most likely all the time, especially. In the, during the time period where you're not interested or looking for right. anyone, so that's enjoy your own going to be something, yeah, that yes. I will do is uh, treat myself and enjoy Absolutely. my own company. Enjoy your own company. Enjoy company. my own company. <laughs> that's right. Because if you can't enjoy your own company, how can you expect someone else to enjoy your company? So, it, and the scripture says, let me finish reading it. Jeremiah six and sixteen. Ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? Walk therein and you shall find rest for your souls. And so it's important that um, we value the things and the traditions that have that have strengthened us. Yes. We may, it may not all look the way that our parent it looked for our parents. You know what I mean? We're not going to always get it right. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I know for myself, you know, the way we raised our kids and sitting at the table and having a set time. But when my daughter got married you guys this is really interesting we would have thanksgiving and dinner was going to be served at one o'clock <laughs> well then once they got husbands mm -hmm. and wives mm -hmm. it was kind of like uh mama we not on your time <laughs> and at the first year that that happened I, my heart just hurt because i'm like <laughs> we've done it like this and we've done it like this and i had to like calm down and say you know they have their own lives mm -hmm. And, and so then I had to loosen up, yeah. you know, the, my time. And now I, I don't, we don't even have a, a time now anymore, like what mm -hmm. time we're going to eat. Mm -hmm. it, we, sometime before 12, before <laughs> 2, you know. Yeah. But it wasn't before that. It was like, you know, Sergeant Carter, like, is yeah. that one? You hear at 1 o'clock? Be on time, yeah. you know. So you, you have to evolve with your world as your world evolves. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Ask you a question. Do you think that the dinner table for some is a scary place to be, especially with millennials? Um, this is something I read when I was, you know, studying for this. First Peter 4 and 9 says, offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Oh, and it was good. And I, it followed. And I was reading some other things. And it says the dinner table should foster love. Mm -hmm. The dinner table should be life giving. The dinner table should be fun. The dinner table should be encouraging. So yeah. you think if we get back to that, the millennials will want to eat with us again. Right. Even if we go to the restaurants, <laughs> we always have the grown people sit together right. and the millennials yeah. like, we don't want to sit with y'all. Yeah. Because I think sometimes who you dating, right. what you made on your last report card, right. what you been doing, you got a boyfriend, you got a girlfriend. Right. It turns into 20 questions and right. they don't want to eat dinner with us. Because it turns in, you know, into an inter yeah, an interrogation. Yeah. Right. So if we bring the fun back to the dinner table, laughed, encouragement, oh, and all that. Maybe y'all will want to come eat with us again. Yeah. <laughs> she said maybe. <laughs> That's a great point. Yes. You know, and somebody might say, "Well, I, all of my memories aren't great memories. I have, you know, I have tragedy or I have pain. Mm -hmm. You know, when I think about the, the dinner table." Um, and, and all those things may be correct, correct, 
But a different way to look at it is, is that you get the opportunity in your generation with your family or with yourself as a single person to create what a new, what the new dinner table will look That's like, good. like what yeah. you're saying. Mm -hmm. And I think you're, you're, you're on something there when you said making, can the dinner table again be about Konania? Yes. And Konania is a word that we use in the church yes. um, about in, in regards to fellowship yeah. and and gathering and um, and so it, if we would look at the at the dinner table as our time of Konania, mm -hmm. um, then it would be more inviting again. And and so some of the major miracles, I think it was feeding the five thousand. Mm -hmm. They didn't have a dinner table, but he did sit them all down together, mm -hmm. and he set them in groups of five, ten, fifty, right. He made he he didn't just feed them. He didn't just make right. sure they all had come get some bread out of the basket. <laughs> but he set them down yes. and made it feel like a community. A community. We're all eating yes. together as a community yes. that we're we're being fed. And um, there's just so many Bible stories. Um, Hold up, y'all! Hold oh. up! What you doing? <laughs> I like sitting at the table. What the my cup production? Is this where I'm gonna be? Get cut. my chair. First of all, Get this is not your this is not your episode. It's on the last one. Are you having a jam Brady moment? <laughs> oh, yes, okay. yes. Okay, let us finish. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That that's uh Latanya Desisaw. Uh she may not look like it, but she is an executive uh at USA Today but she always wants to be included yes. at the table. And she likes to cook, and she cooks well. She, she does. does. She don't outcook me, but <laughs> she can cook. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so some ideals, some ideals and some customs, they're, they're not antiquated, yeah. okay? They, they still are life-giving. Right. And I guess, Karina, that's the real message that I want to give, is that even though if you haven't done it in a while, if, if your schedule is just too tight to do it, consider, you know, starting back and it, whether it's breakfast, mm -hmm. maybe you can't do dinner, but maybe you could do breakfast in the morning. Now, I was bad in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do good mornings. I'm not a morning girl. So that, you know, and, and maybe it's just in the summers. You could do lunch. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kids, because when they're in school, they're eating lunch at school. Yeah. But make it a priority because what we prioritize, we protect. That's right. And so if we don't see the value in sitting around the table as a family and making that, that time important, mm -hmm. then we'll just make excuses for, you know, well, we're doing this, we're doing that. that we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, do, we'll come up with all kind of reasons. Mm -hmm. and, and the reasons can be very valid. Yeah. I'm not even denying that. Life is full. Life is full. But, but I want to challenge you to, to make it a priority and really just consider ways that you can just do it differently, mm -hmm. that, that it works for your family. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. That's important. And even as adults, all our children, like Pastor Teresa and I, our children are gone. Yeah. But we enjoy getting together with the adults and we have Konea. Yeah. We sit, we talk, we socialize, we eat, we discuss the current events. We right. do all of that. So even if you can't do it in your home with your children, because I understand the busy life. Right. I understand it all. Even with other adults, just picking up a little bit in your social life. That's a good place to Absolutely. start as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I conclude that the dinner table is still very relevant. It's still very necessary. And uh, I would just encourage you to pick it back up and make it a priority in your life. 
and know that you're not alone. You've got millions of people <laughs> that are struggling to get their families around the dinner table. And so thank you for joining us at Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. Whether your family's tradition is meeting together at the dinner table or not, I encourage you to find healthy ways to spend quality time engaging your family and strengthening the ties that bind you together. Dinner table conversation is invaluable and can create great memories that last a lifetime. Now, on another note, I want to invite you to join me at the 17th Annual Women of Stature Conference Chosen, May 3rd to the 5th, designed especially with you in mind. For more information, check out our social media sites and also find out what's next at Sister Friends Cups and Conversations. We'll see you back at the table next week.